0: Hey, this is Frugal Stew. Welcome to the Bitcoin Fi podcast, the cross-section between financial independence and crypto. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday of the year for several reasons. For me, Thanksgiving isn't just one day. It's every day. It's a way of life. And in general, the holiday isn't totally overrun with over-the-top decor and commercialism and busyness. Aside from maybe some Black Friday stuff that has leaked into Thanksgiving, but it seems like that has actually backtracked a little bit from the actual Thanksgiving day. So anyway, I hope it was great for you all. Today, I wanted to talk about two things, two overarching goals of this podcast and blog. Number one, getting off zero, and number two, avoiding the catastrophic mistake. So I'm friends with a few people on social media, and some of them are kind of anti-crypto. There are three in particular that I see posting skeptical things all the time regarding crypto and how it's a Ponzi scheme and just kind of seem like they don't want to understand. They have this strong, strong opinion about crypto, about Bitcoin, and they're not open to new ideas, really. They they just see what they see, and then they just criticize it. Um, they haven't quite caught the vision, and all three of these people that I'm connected with, they're super smart. They're very well versed in finance. All three of them are extremely successful investors in either the stock market or in real estate, and they're very familiar with finance in general and investing but Bitcoin and crypto is out of their domain. They don't know anything about it and seemingly don't want to know anything about it. And part of me is just wondering, at what point do some of these hardcore skeptics relent? At what point do they stop hating and criticizing and start understanding, right? Because when I was first approached with the idea of crypto, I was the one digging in my hills saying, don't need it. Don't want it. No interest. It's rat poison squared. I'm quoting Charlie Munger at you. I'm quoting Jamie Dimon at you. And I wasn't interested at all. And then I totally just FOMO didn't know what I was doing. So I think there's kind of three groups of people. Obviously there's the skeptics. There's the people that don't know anything, yet they are still involved. They're they're just FOMOing into different altcoins and unaware of the taxes. And, and they're just, they're you know, they're kind of just doing their things. And then you have You know, kind of hardcore crypto people that maybe have studied a little bit deeper. Maybe they actually know some stuff, right? Anyway, I guess what I've been thinking about is at what point do some of these crypto skeptics start to take crypto seriously, start to take Bitcoin seriously? Is it when Bitcoin hits some arbitrary price like $500,000 a coin, that's a 10x, or a million dollars a coin, that's a 20x? Is that when they're like, okay, maybe there's something to this? Is it when it hits hits 10 million? I don't know. Maybe there's some number in their head that if Bitcoin hit it, they would be like, yeah, I'm going to look into this now. Or maybe it's when the price of Bitcoin stabilizes against the U.S. dollar. I honestly don't see how this can even happen because the U.S. dollar is designed to go down over time via money printing. And Bitcoin is designed to go up over time due to its ongoing scarcity. This is the whole stock-to-flow model that I've talked about a little bit in the past. and It's also on my YouTube channel. I have a video about the stock-to-flow model, kind of. But anyway, I don't really see it ever stabilizing against the U.S. dollar or against any fiat currency. I see fiat currencies going down and Bitcoin rising always, as long as things remain kind of the same as they are now. Right. Maybe another option is people will take it seriously when the USA recognizes it as legal tender. Maybe that's too far-fetched. What if it's the United Kingdom? What if it's Australia? What if it's some other country that has a decent reputation? I don't know, France or Germany? Or some collection of that decide to make this legal tender, right? Maybe that's when they take it seriously. Maybe when some of these countries hold it as a reserve asset in their central bank. Maybe that's when they change their tune. And then finally, maybe it's when you can use it at any store you want. You can use it at Home Depot, Target, Walmart. Maybe that's when they say, all right, this is for real. This is going to be part of my life. This is normal, and I'm getting involved now, right? Uh, Although for that last one to happen, again, there's some caveats because I think the tax laws around crypto would have to change because right now buying something with crypto is essentially selling your crypto and therefore it is a taxable event, which is just super annoying and frustrating. But anyway, maybe it's some combination of all these things I just listed. I mean, in my estimation of Bitcoin and crypto, why I got involved and bought a course this spring and and finally decided to take it more seriously. I mean, one, the amazing price action, but two, El Salvador, one small sovereign country now has it as legal tender. They're taxing it differently. They're you know it doesn't cost you anything in taxes, for example, to switch from the dollar to the euro. I mean there's fees, but there's no taxes. But that's how it is with crypto right now. If I switch my Bitcoin for Ethereum or if I sell my Bitcoin or if I even just buy something from AMC who accepts Bitcoin, that's taxable. El Salvador changed that. They have it as their reserve asset essentially and as their legal tender. Um, But now you have hedge funds, you have public companies, you have pensions. The institutions are here. And... The institutions that are not involved yet are wondering and considering and stressing about this probably every day, thinking, when do I have to do this? I don't really want to. Maybe they're the skeptic too, but at some point, they're going to have to probably to keep up. But anyway, that is why I podcast. That's why I put this blog and podcast out in the world. If you think that Bitcoin has a non-zero chance of failure, then in my mind, you need to have a non-zero allocation to crypto, to Bitcoin. If you think there is a 1% chance that Bitcoin becomes, we'll say, as mainstream, maybe half as mainstream as the U.S. dollar, maybe half of the merchants accept it. If you think that there's a 1% chance that more countries accept it as legal tender, more countries accept it, more central banks start to buy and hold it, more public companies, or maybe your own pension starts to buy it for the company that you work for. If you think there's a 1% chance of that happening, you probably should have 1% of your portfolio in crypto, in Bitcoin. You might want to have 1% of your paycheck going into it. Whatever your estimation and your research leads you to believe, this is not financial advice. This is just thoughts you know do your own research but it might be time to put your money where your mind is so that's what I want you to think about is is there a non-zero chance that Bitcoin succeeds okay how do you determine what your allocation should be from that point essentially I think it's gonna be part of our lives and if you think that same thing you probably should get off of zero So that's my number one goal. My goal is for those wanting to learn about crypto, those wanting to get into crypto, educate yourselves, be knowledgeable about it. For me, this is like normal money. As far as education and learning, it's very important to me. If I interact with money every day, if I work every day for money, I want to understand it. That's why I learn about money. Yes, it's fun for me, it's a hobby. Just finance in general. But it's because I interact with it every day that I care about it. And that I want to understand it and how to make it work for me. I also read and study um, articles, podcasts, magazines, books on marriage, on parenting. Because I deal with those things every day. I learn about things that I use in every day life. So that I can master these things right? If I'm going to be married for 50 years, I think it's important for me to learn and study more about marriage and how to make marriage better, easier, and just overall more enjoyable for both me and my spouse. If I'm going to be a parent for the rest of my life to a few kids, I think it is important for me to have some knowledge about that, to spend some time saying, how can I help these kids? How can I make our relationship as good as it can be. Those are the things I choose to spend my time on because I deal with them every day. I think Bitcoin might be the new money. I think it has a chance of succeeding. I think it's going to be part of my life, and that's why I study it. So anyway, that's my number one. Learn and be educated. Number two, part of this podcast, is to avoid the catastrophic mistake. As I've said, None of this show is financial advice. It's for entertainment purposes only. But my opinion is that Bitcoin still has at least a 10 or 20x in it pretty easily. So even a small amount of Bitcoin today might be substantial in the future, in the not-so-distant future. This is why some of my first blog posts and podcasts were about passwords, how to make a good one, how to use password managers, two-factor authentication, etc. How to protect your crypto. Most people, when they get into crypto, they put their Bitcoin on a centralized exchange like Coinbase. And, you know, that's where I still have my crypto is on these various exchanges. Centralized exchanges. It's really like a single point of failure because there's no insurance on crypto. I think it's very important to control what you can control. Avoid making a critical mistake secure your Bitcoin secure your crypto as best you can. I want to keep diving deeper and deeper into this and I will go more in depth in a future episode. I actually just ordered my first hardware wallet. It's a Ledger Nano X along with some titanium crypto tags. This will probably require a YouTube video to explain how this all works where I can self custody my Bitcoin on a hard drive wallet instead of keeping it on a centralized exchange. Like if the government wanted to, they do have legal power over Coinbase where they could say, "Hey, Stu is shady and you need to, you know, seize his assets for us." That happens, right? But and I'm not shady. <laughs> At least I don't ever intend to be. But that's why I plan to self-custody and take my money off of an exchange. And that way, it's just on a hard drive. It's not connected to the internet. No one can hack it. It's safe, right? That's something that's going to be coming up, a YouTube video about how to self-custody your Bitcoin, why you should do that. I'll try to make it into a podcast too. There's a lot to learn there as far as avoiding the big mistake. I'm not in crypto to get rich. I'm not in crypto to be a millionaire. I'm in crypto to become free from a centralized monetary system that is dysfunctional. I want to be free from that dysfunctional system that prints money, that devalues currency, that makes your money more and more worthless every year. So that's my takeaway. Get off of zero and don't screw it up. Okay, on that note, I'm going to wrap this up. And I have some exciting news for December. I'm going to have a giveaway of $100 in either Bitcoin or Ethereum. You can choose. For the month of December, anyone that leaves me a review, an honest review, it doesn't matter how many stars are there, just leave me a review, take a screenshot, email it to me. My email is in the show notes. Let me know your username. Anytime in the month of December, do this, and you're in the dry. If you've got a friend who talks to you about crypto but doesn't actually know anything, please share the podcast. Um would love to help them learn with us. And I want that to be more part of the show is addressing what the listeners want to hear and learn about. That also helps me learn, helps us learn together. All right, with that, remember, financial independence is doable.